All right, folks. Look, Supreme Court. Uh, we've got a guest uh, joining us. Do I think has some interesting things to say? Uh, should the Supreme Court rule against Indiana's elitist politicians? Is Indiana being unfair to poor voters? Uh, he's a guy who certainly knows what he's talking about, uh, very uh, informed about uh, the issues of the day. Uh, we're talking about a voter ID law that's being uh, debated uh, in Indiana courts. And uh, I want to talk about the implications of this. You've got, of course, uh, the 2008 uh, presidential and congressional uh, elections on the horizon, and the Supreme Court has agreed to consider whether voter ID laws unfairly keep poor people and members of minority groups from going to the polls. We have a uh, voter ID law here in Louisiana. Uh, Steve Glickman is a person who's been uh, talking about uh, many of these issues uh, for a long time. He has, he has spoken out about them on uh, talk radio. He's uh, done it from uh, community groups, also uh, been very involved in the Republican Party, actually, uh, in Indiana. Uh, very pleased to have on Steve Glickman, who's joining us uh, right now on the air. Steve, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jeff. I have, to, I have to correct you. I have not mean with the Republican Party in Indiana. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I'm, some of my material is wrong, so tell me, uh, uh, what is your... Uh, it says here that you're a former director of the Republican Party for Indiana. That's not true? That is absolutely not true. <laughs> okay. I'm an outsider, actually. Okay. So you, you're uh, non-political. Okay. Oh, I got it. Okay. Tell us about this voter ID law and uh, what the Supreme Court is going to be uh, looking into. Well, uh, from what I can gather, they want to just make it a little bit more restrictive for poor people to vote in Indiana by demanding more and more for them when they want to uh, cast their vote. And this is just another notch up, which is to insist that they have uh, these photo IDs that are not... And you, okay, and, and tell us about, uh, about that. You think that's wrong? Well, like I said, I'm an outsider. I want to take this idea a step farther and use it to empower poor people and not to take away their vote, but to actually give them a larger vote. But, but here's the deal, Steve. We have a lot of fraudulent voting going on. I mean, I'm from Louisiana. I mean, dead people vote here regularly. Uh, we've got uh, multiple people voting from different addresses. We've got people voting that are registered to vote and vote in other states. We've got all kinds of fraud, not only going on here, but in other states. Isn't it just uh, a wise thing to make sure people have identification, to let people know that they're really the person registered to vote? Isn't that just wise and safe thing to do? Yeah, but uh, wh uh, wh where do you draw the line? First of all, I don't agree that there's that much uh, voter fraud going out. There's a lot of election fraud going on, but not voter fraud. Uh, there's fraud on behalf of the politicians to rig elections, but not on behalf of voters. And uh, where do you draw the line? Do you want to take uh, skin samples, DNA? I mean, uh, how hard are we going to make it for people to cast no, that vote? I just want people to show ID to make sure that they're the people that are registered on those rolls. Uh, I just want well, you know what? I, I want them to. I want them to have a, an ID, and actually, I want them to say on their ballot what their income is. That's my idea, to have it. If they're going to be poor, let it show up on their ballot. And then, if they are poor, I want to give them a larger vote than wealthy people. I want that vote of theirs to add up to more than wealthy people. Okay, if we're going to explain that, so the poorer you are, the, the what are you going to get to vote like three, four times? So well, how do you how do you do that? There's different there's different formulas you can use with computers, but essentially, I like I mean the the, the formula I favor begins at one and then notches down to zero as you get wealthier and wealthier. 
Now, some people would say that you have it backwards. That, you know, that the wealthy people are the one actually paying the taxes, and they're the ones that a lot of these votes impact the most. And that some of the folks that are voting actually don't own property, and actually are voting to impose taxes on those that do. Uh, and that they should have more of a, a vote than people that are actually poor, not paying any taxes, but voting to inflict taxes on others. Yeah, but they pay taxes because they have more money. So that's just part of the, that's just part of the system. That's part of belonging to society. If you make more money, you pay more taxes. You, you're benefiting yeah, more from from what society has to offer. More taxes? Should you have to pay more taxes based on the vote of a lot of people that don't pay taxes? Really, just instituting taxes on you because you are rich? If that's what it takes to pull the country together, that's democracy. Okay, so you're, you're saying basically we've got an unfair, inequitable system now, and the poor people are basically getting the shaft. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and the voter laws that they're passing now are making it just harder, that much harder, and everybody knows it. And, and basically what we're trying to do is make it harder and harder and harder for poor people to have a voice in the system. Yeah, and I'm, so I want to swing the other way and actually give them a physically larger vote. All right, I think that's an interesting proposal. Uh, we're going to open up our phone line see if you guys agree or disagree. Quick break coming your way right here on North Shore 990 WGSO. Jeff Cruer here, the new ringside program. And, of course, we're with you weekdays, 8 a.m. until noon. Taking your phone call, 661-2929 on the North Shore, 556-9696 on the South Shore. I guess doesn't like voter uh, ID laws. Says uh, poor people should have more of a vote. Says, hey, if you're rich and you pay taxes, your vote should count less. What do you say? 661-2929 on the North Shore, 556-9696 on the South Shore. Jeff Cruer here. Brand new hours on North Shore 990 WGSO with the weekdays now, 8 a.m. until noon. Quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, we're talking about uh, voter ID laws, and Steve's got an interesting proposal. It's called vote sizing. Steve advocates giving the richest people in America zero votes and giving the poorest people many votes. He's written articles about it, an expert about it. We appreciate him uh, joining us today. Uh, Steve, let's talk a little bit about uh, how your proposal would work exactly practically. I mean, how would this uh, uh, play out uh, in elections? You oh. bring your tax return to the uh, uh, voting booth? How does this work? <laughs> you don't quite need to go that far, but it's, it's similar to that. What happens is that you use paper ballots. Uh, I live in Canada, and that's what we have is paper ballots. And on the paper ballot are two barcodes. And uh, one you tear off that has your own information to identify you. And the other barcode goes in with the ballot that you hand in. So that way it's not traceable. They don't know who exactly voted, but you can line up the barcodes and make sure they're accurate. And, yeah, those barcodes represent your income from your income taxes. So, uh, with, in other words, when you hand in your, your ballot, there's a barcode there which a computer scans that, that knows what your income is. But, Steve, doesn't this punish people that are doing well? I mean, if, yeah, yeah, well, if, if, if they you work hard, you get a good income for your family, I mean, you're, you're successful, then you don't have a voice at the ballot box? Yeah, if, if they use their wealth, which is what they want, we still leave people with wealth. So we're not exactly punishing them. If we, if there's but worse things we can do than... You probably, you, you probably agree with high taxation, right? I mean, you all have a socialist state up there pretty much. Don't uh, I agree with getting rid of corruption. And I don't even know if Canada is so good at that either. I mean, I'm against one person, one vote. So that's what we have in Canada. So I see this as a way uh, not to punish people or to reward people, but to get rid of corruption. And uh, so if you... Hey, but I'm still trying to get at how this gets rid of corruption. It seems to be a corrupt system. I mean... Yeah, but who's affected by the corruption the worst? The worst. 
I think a lot of people that are paying unfair tax loads and not getting representation would be uh, unfairly. And what about the middle class? They're the victims. The rich people are the victims? A lot of folks right now that are rich that necessarily don't play the political game, that just uh, work hard, make a lot of money, but then get all these taxes thrown on them, and then go and try to vote for the right people, you want to take away their voice. Yeah, I, I don't want their money, but I have a hard time feeling sorry for them if the people who need power don't have power. I feel worse for the people who have neither power or wealth, and I want to just level the playing field a little bit but with the way they vote. But, but, but right now, the poor people, a lot of them, are voting to impose taxes on the rich people, uh, voting to impose taxes that they don't have to pay. I mean, a lot of people would say they're getting a pretty good deal right now. What they vote for is people who say they're going to get rid of corruption. That's what they turn out and vote for. That's what they want to do is just get rid of corruption. They just want a fair chance. They don't want handouts. Uh, not that I can tell. The, the politicians who get elected are the ones who promise to get rid of corruption, not the ones who promise handouts. Well, one example right here from Louisiana, Steve Glickman, was uh, what we call the Steli Plan. This was a plan that supposedly going to get rid of a lot of uh, taxes on the poor. And these were taxes like uh, sales taxes that people pay, pay to groceries on, on, on basic um, you know, food items. And then it, in return, it was going to increase taxes on income. So what it did, it gave a, it gave a big tax break to a lot of lower-income people and socked it to a lot of middle- and upper-income uh, folks. Uh, the, the tax did pass. This turned out to be a huge tax increase on those at middle- and upper-income levels major uh, tax decrease for those at the lower uh, income levels, and it has been a real disincentive for Louisiana moving forward. If your proposal passes, uh, we'll be seeing a lot more of this uh, in not only this state but across the nation. It could cause an economic catastrophe. You, well, don't, you don't see that. Uh, I don't. I see it. It's a possibility. I don't. I'm not sure if it really stopped Louisiana from moving forwards, and it's going to stop society from moving forwards. And the, the, it's not necessarily a weighted vote does not equate to larger taxes. You know, if the poorer working middle class people can get government under control, you would see smaller government. It, if you get rid of corruption, taxes should go lower, not higher. So it's not, I mean, the, the, the basic premise that all these people want is to raise taxes. I think what they really want is to get rid of corruption. And they're affected by the, by the tax pinch, too, as much as anybody. But a lot of people want to get rid of corruption, the poor, the middle class, uh, those in the... Upper no, people who benefit from corruption don't want to get rid of it. If you're, if I, you're think, I think the majority of people out there are law-abiding people that don't like corruption. I mean, I think the vast majority in all income levels are good people that want honest elected officials. Sometimes yeah. we get snookered. Sometimes yeah. people run for office on a platform of cleaning up government that turn out to be crooks. No. Again, here in Louisiana, we've had... A governor elected four times, a man of the people, supposedly cared about the poor. He was the biggest crook in them all. He's in jail right now, yeah. Edwin Edwards. Yeah. A lot of times these people play to the uh, unfortunate um, uh, dynamics here and say they're going to be a champion for the poor, turn out to be stealing from the poor to line their own pockets. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, a weighted vote's not necessarily going to stop that. It just tries to stop it a little bit more than one person, one vote. And I just want to just clarify one thing. I define corruption. The whole word corruption I define is when wealth and power overlap. And I define a harmonious society as the two operating as separately as possible. 
So I don't think you can have a lot of wealth and a lot of power and not be corrupt. If that's the situation, you have corruption. Should all power go to the government? I mean, do you believe in, in, a, in a government that has the power and really individuals that are dependent on the government for services and so forth? Uh, well, the, the government has the power to uh, oversee, you know, society and manage society in the, in the best possible way. You know, the, the more uh, power you share, the more power you have. When people feel like they're participating, but if it's representing the people, you have a stronger society. So I'm in favor of government. I'm in favor of, you know, reforming the vote so we can have a stronger government. Not one that just caters to corporations. Corporations, by the way, get huge tax breaks. I mean, they're nothing like uh, uh, what, the, what the people pay for taxes. So, yeah, the government's supposed to, you know, make sure that, every, that there's the most amount of freedom and the most amount of wealth in society. That's the government's job. So, yeah, I'm a big favor of that. Steve Glickman uh, joining us. Uh, he's a proponent of what he calls uh, vote sizing. Uh, says that basically uh, what we need to do is give the richest people uh, in America zero votes and the poorest people many votes. He's uh, written an article about uh, how a uh, voter ID law uh, really is uh, unfortunate because it puts more obstacles in front of poor people uh, and it's unfair. Now, what do you think about the Supreme Court that actually is going to be uh, considering uh, voter ID laws? Uh, do you think it is unfair? Do you think it is unconstitutional? I, well, yeah, if it's, go if it's only going for one person and one vote, I think that it's just restrictive. It's uh, election fraud. It's discouraging people uh, from voting and making it just harder for the poorer you are, making it harder. Uh, the, the, the less money you have, the harder it is to be heard. And what's new about that, right? So what about illegal immigrants? So when they come in here illegally, uh, they should be able to just start voting and, and give them multiple votes? Uh, no, I would still do it only for citizens. Um, I, you know, voters should not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in favor of voter fraud. There should be ways to 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 watch over voter fraud. But you don't have that problem. You're exaggerating the problem. Uh, the problem is is all kinds of stuff going on. What's that? I said there's all kinds of stuff. There's gerrymandering and lobbyists and the whole nomination and referendums and there's all kinds of uh, uh, election fraud going on. Some, an, an, an illegal immigrant or an obscure case of somebody voting who's dead or who shouldn't be voting is, 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 the, is completely the rarity. It's not what, what, what you guys should be worried about. Let me just uh, share with you what, what's really happening here. Illegal immigration is not rarity. I mean, we've got millions of illegals that are here. Some estimates are 30 million. Yeah, but they're not about to go and, and cast a vote because then they, that, that, just, that just makes it uh, more obvious that they're going to get caught. I think a lot of people uh, want to try to get as many illegals voting as possible to help certain parties, and, and I think that is going on, and a lot of candidates are offering free services and, and lots of government welfare to illegal immigrants as a way to bring them on board to their party. Uh -huh. so, uh, that is something maybe in Canada you don't have to deal with as much, but certainly we have to deal with it here a lot. Steve, very provocative discussion. Thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate you sharing uh, your views. Supreme Court is going to be... Uh, deciding on voter identification laws. Interesting uh, discussion. We'll be talking about that and a whole lot more when we come back.